0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: <laughs> don't put this at the end of the
1: podcast here. Don't you fucking dare. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, yeah. that just cemented it.
0: Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle. Bobby Pancakes. He was running with the wool. Where was Beard? Learned to read from the talking
3: dog, yeah back, though, a very me
2: together The life hope we call the
3: dragon
2: friend The lecturer's guest rooms at the Grundle School are minimalist but tastefully appointed Like much of this grand old house, Bobby Pancakes You make your way quietly back into your rooms Humming with the energy of a thief who got away with it
1: mm mm mm
2: you, you have just returned from a midnight mission upstairs to the private offices of Eleanor Grundle, and only now that you are back in the safety of your room, alone, at the dead of night, do you have time to properly investigate your finds. You lay the papers out on the desk in front of you.
1: Um, should I roll an investigation check?
2: Yeah, uh, make make for me just a quick investigation check.
1: Okay. That's uh, a 18. Okay.
2: Okay. So, as I said, um, a lot of these are signed by noted luminaries of the cities, judges, um, heads of the adjudicators, even uh, sort of lords and ladies and gentry. Any streamers, Dave? Any (laughs) any big-name streamers? (laughs) (laughs) Um, A a very popular bard as well. And all of them, there's a common thread in all of these that they owe money to the school, and they are performing services to Miss Eleanor Grundle in exchange. Um, Some are offering names up of famously anonymous masked judges some of them are providing access to their ships to warehouses that they are meant to be protecting one high-ranking judicator is giving her regular updates on the patrol routes through the city with promises to bring her new ones whenever they're changed also as i said there's this clipboard with names uh, next to fluid ounces and dates and as you look you see that the same names are coming up again and again first eleanor grundle then um, Justine Plummer, then Eleanor Grundle again. Punch up Eleanor Grundle, uh, uh, the Claudette Delafleur. The um, the list is quite short, and each of them has a fluid ounce total next to them. Something seems very wrong here.
1: Okay. Um... Do I is there paper and parchment? Uh, also, in the you notice
2: that sorry, you also notice that banknote and baston have not yet returned. Yes, okay. there is paper and parchment.
1: Okay, I'm gonna just make a, a quick copy of some of this information just to have it separately. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to use it to sort of barter with, so that I can hang on to it, um, is it? Do I have enough time to get all of it, or is it like just like I could get a couple of like big names that I'd recognise or something to sort um, of write down?
2: you have enough time to maybe get the um, to copy as I said the the Mark And one that I told you and the Judicator's notes and the clipboard you can certainly copy the clipboard Mm -hmm. you also the gem is very cold to the touch and it doesn't it seems a bit magical in property, just so you know it's. Can well. I do an arcana check? You can do an arcana check, yeah.
4: Mm. Why aren't you getting mad about it?
2: <laughs> Why are you
4: having
5: one of your, your patented Dave Harmon aneurysms?
2: So what Simon's doing is he's using the Arcana skill to determine if something is magical in property.
1: I got a fourteen.
2: A fourteen. It is magical in property. It has um, some kind of evocation um, Magic And there's this, a strange necromantic flair to it, too. You can't tell more than that. You would need to use some kind of detect magic ability, but you, you it is a magical item.
1: And what is it again? It's a sunstone or it's an opal? Or? It was a sun opal, yeah. Sun opal. It's a brilliant
2: fiery red. Okay. Um, in the time it takes you, you become increasingly uneasy as you realize that now um, Baston and... Banknotes still haven't returned.
1: So. I think I probably need to go and get Filge and, like, fish those guys out of trouble because it seems okay. <laughs> more than likely that they're um, um, in
2: trouble. In a den of vampires? Yes. <laughs> So you make your your way down to the common room And uh, the door If I know
5: know those two rapscallions They're probably in a den Den of vampires vampires.
2: The door to the switch my common room Is as locked as it was the first time And uh, to a thief as accomplished as you It takes half the time to unlock it a second time. As it swings open, you see a fire that is now almost out in a very gloomy room and sitting next to the fire with a tall glass of milk is Filch.
1: Okay, so Bobby sticks his head around the corner and is like, Um, hey, Filch.
4: Filch. Yes? Um, Bobby. What? I'm just drinking a very tall glass of milk.
1: Oh, do you want me to come back?
4: No, it's okay
1: Okay Come in uh, Is it weird if I come in?
4: <laughs> no, there's no girl sleeping in here, it's just me
1: Okay, alright Um Do you want a tall glass of milk? Uh, yes, but no, let's But Filch <laughs> is already pouring you a tall glass of milk <laughs> Okay, thanks Um, I think it's that good one with
4: the creamy stuff on top
1: Okay, thanks Um <laughs> Unhomogenized Oh wow, they usually only sell that as pet food. (laughs) It's bad for you, it can have germs.
4: (laughs) No, you're thinking of unpasteurized. oh
1: yeah <laughs> this is delicious
2: meanwhile sorry, sorry sorry so Phil
5: so Phil up until I don't know a month ago didn't know how to read but she knows the difference between pasteurised and unpasteurized oh, why I'm
4: sorry I believe that she spent quite a lot of time in a little place called the milk dimension <laughs> and maybe she picked up
2: a thing or two don't go to the milk dimension without picking up one or two yeah. things about pasteurisation you fucking idiot.
5: (laughs) There's going to be like season 12 of the Dragon Friends where the Dragon Friends go to the Milk Dimension and have to murder Louis Pasteur.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers for the Yulmus episodes. So, uh, meanwhile, downstairs and downstairs again in the downstairs salon. Picture, if you will, a table with a very uncomfortable looking baston. A Riley amused Silos. Silas, Lord of the Ebon Flame. And if you think Baston looked uncomfortable, a weeping <laughs> smiling through a rictus grin figure of Lion Shield banknote, his chin and lower lip stained red.
6: <laughs> I'm one of you. I'm one of you. I drank your cursed blood, and I loved every minute of it. Okay.
2: <laughs> yes well I'm not gonna make you make a constitution check because that would be to stop doing this which <laughs> you're already doing so that's fine
0: uh yes well I can see you'll you'll, you'll just you've just yummied that right up look chum uh, from vampire to vampire um I'm in a bit of a pickle and I've noticed that you're somewhat liquid uh, with your cash what say you uh, help a fellow uh, vampire out I mean I, I,
6: I'm, I'm always happy to lord my wealth over people I meet
2: uh, yes <laughs> well <laughs> at this moment there is a swishing of velvet robes and the figure of Eleanor Grundle appears also at Silas's side uh,
0: uh, could I just enter and he's like Eleanor, I feel I've given you quite enough of my time and money of
2: late, so why don't you leave us? And she's... You me, get, go get me another one of those famous drinks. You don't mind getting a drink for an old friend, do you? And she's obviously quite offended, but she looks, swallows her displeasure, and walks away, leaving the three of you alone again. You see, it's the damnedest
0: thing. I Keep coming here, and Grundle keeps giving me these incredible tips. I made so much money, and then tonight, wouldn't you believe it, everything is going to pot. So, all I'm asking, I suppose, from one, as I say, vampire to another is <laughs> uh, just a line of credit, perhaps.
6: Oh, well, how much do you need?
0: Uh, around about uh, 20,000 dragons
6: 20,000 dragons? <laughs> yes, and I can suck my own dick I don't think that's gonna happen
0: <laughs> Do you know, I was
2: sired by Strad himself Lots of people don't like to say that name But I, for one, don't mind He's sort of like a daddy to me, you see
3: Ah, Strad, an, an old friend of ours. How is the old fellow?
0: Oh, you know, or perhaps you don't. What is your pedigree, blue man?
6: Me? Myself? Um, uh, I was sired by the one and only Nosferatu <laughs> back in, uh, 4,000 years ago. I've always, and, 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 if, and if you need to know my allegiances, Personally, I'm Team Edward.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He pulls out, he looks at you, frowns, pulls out a very small black notebook and he says, I'm not familiar with the name. What generation would that make you? Nosferatu? No, you.
6: No, as in from Nosferatu? One to one, really. I'm the generation below him. So find out where he is. I'm one beneath that.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, well, what generation is he then? I mean, you'd probably have to ask him, to be honest. Do you know what (laughs) I I think, blue
0: man? Do you know what I think? I think you're one of those sad little pretenders dotted all around this cabaret. They wear black. They like to put powder on their skin, but they're no more vampire than your handsome friend here. Do you know what? I think it's sad. We call them... Cosplayers, you see. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a slur, to be honest.
6: Calling me a cosplayer?
2: Well, if you're a vampire, if you enjoy things such as vampires do, and you won't lend a fellow vampire some money, perhaps a wager? Or do you not simply have the blood for it? Okay, look, you want me to do something
6: vampiric? You want me to turn into a bat? Hmm? You want me to suck my own dick? Is that what you want? No, I'd you want rather to, you didn't do, do any of those things. Do you want things? me to get, do you, do, you, do you want to go right now to a store somewhere and watch me do the very famous vampiric thing of trying to suck my own dick? Is I, that what you it. want to see, Mr. Silas?
2: Huh? I mean.
0: No, I
6: didn't think so. So walk away. <laughs>
2: What's your game here, Hing? Just so I understand. what Are you, are you trying to impress him? I'm trying to get the fucking Grundle. I don't know who this guy is and I don't, I don't
5: want to talk to him. He, he got in the way of me talking to Grundle. So I think uh, Banknote's just like, I don't care. Are you like, at
0: all do, do what it- able to 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 divert well, actually, your he primary looked- objective having met a vampire that's <laughs> sired by Strahd? No, I, well, I guess I'm he, asking, uh, is this oh, a Banknote but- problem or a Hing problem?
5: Because I feel like, like, Banknote's taking all this in, but it's like, what he needs to do now is find out if if Grundle's a fucking vampire. Because if Grundle's a vampire, then the whole game's up. He's got to kill everybody here. Or
3: something. Um, is, um, where is did Where did Grundle go? Because Baston was just listening to this, so he would have kept his eye on Grundle a- as she walked away from the table.
2: She's walked not very far away, given a clipped instruction to Justine Plummer, got irritated by whatever she said, and is now standing with her hands... Folded, watching this happen. Interestingly, the two fighters on the stage who looked for a second like they were about to fight are sort of trapped there and they keep glancing back at Grundle and she's sort of subtly shaking her head, you notice. Can so I she's see holding her? the whole room. Can I see her in a mirror anywhere? No, she's standing, uh, she's standing near her booth. Hmm. Hmm.
3: Well, Baston's just listening in on the conversation. Okay, okay look, tell me your wager then. What's what's the wage you want to well, put Well I'll
0: on tell this? you what. Grundle says Claudette's a sure thing, but you know, I don't think she's giving me good information. So what I'd like to do is wager with you. Let's say ten thousand dragons, you on Claudette, and me on Puncha.
6: See, the problem with me taking a wager with you is you just came to me and asked to borrow 20,000 gold coins, which suggests to me that you've got fuck all money, you dumb idiot. So why would I take a bet with you when you couldn't possibly pay up? Look, well, this
0: is gauche to say, but do you know who I am and what I mean to this town? It's
2: almost like you're not loyal to the cause. And as he says this, he's pulling out, he reaches very carefully into his coat and he pulls out a thin black case and he places it on the table in front of it, him, wrapping it quietly with his heavily ringed fingers. Uh,
5: I'll do a, whatchamacallit, check Dave? <laughs> <An> no. <attack? laughs> I, I don't know uh, what that means. No, not, che- not an attack, a um uh like a history check i guess it, what, what is the case like is it does it have like symbols on it or anything
2: no it's a it's a paint it's a plain black um sort of elegantly um lacquered case like it's probably and got a how, bond in it 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 has something long and narrow and thin yeah uh, mm. a changus
4: <laughs> <laughs> um. and
2: and and um and Hepto. Silas looks at you and he says you're quite right of course I'm not just skint, I'm in the hole they won't, take my, they won't take my chips anymore And they won't take anything else But you and me, we're gentlemen I'm very happy for your wager to be money But I have something much more interesting here
6: Oh, what, what pray is that In this, uh, evil-looking case
0: Let me ask you, vampire Have you ever heard the name Petrina Coliana?
2: And at that moment, Baston, you go bolt upright Because, of course, you do know that name
3: She is Strahd's, I want to say, girlfriend? Yes, he's
0: somewhat fond of her. This is obviously before my time as an undead, but um, seems awfully fond. He doesn't even know I have this. This is a dagger that belonged to her. My family, my real family, I suppose, uh, had it at their estate, and I just happened to
2: find it. And he takes a tiny key, unlocks it, and snaps it open to reveal a very um, wicked-looking sharp stiletto dagger with a small skull pommel um, with two rubies in its eyes. Now,
0: look, I'll I'll (laughs)
2: level with you here. I was going to offer it up
0: to the Lord as a sort of present to get me further in his favour, but as you see, I'm somewhat out of luck here and was about to pawn it. But rather than have it go to the uh, establishment, what if we were to make a wager?
6: Okay, and what is that wager? Ten thousand gold dragons for this wicked-looking blade.
0: Twenty thousand gold dragons. Tw-
6: 20,000 20, gold dragons we'll take for a it. wicked-looking blade.
2: No, it's not. Was that Baston? Yes. <laughs> so is it just a sale now? It's not a. It's not a wager. No, it's a. It's, you said it's a wager.
5: Yeah, it's against. It's
2: yeah, sorry, you've got to get the value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So twenty thousand, and Baston is going to take it.
3: Yeah, we'll take that money, that action. That's what they say. what,
0: what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What you doing? Uh, listen,
3: Silas, I'm not one of you, but I'm interested in getting in the club. Say, uh, say, if someone like me wanted to, uh, you know, suck on the old blood stick, uh, how would uh, how would I get into that, you know, racket?
0: He doesn't even look he- at um. At Baston, he looks, he's like, your cosplaying friend is being sad. This is not the kind of place we come for this talk.
3: Oof. I'm just keeping it together because I'm a ten right now, but let me assure you, sir, if I was anything less, things would get
2: very unattractive. Silas, places, um, snaps shut the case, takes his tiny key, locks it and slides it to the centre of the table as he puts the key back in his pocket and he waits for your valise um, banknote to drop your your money next to it. Mm-hmm. You'll need that
0: um, in chips, I imagine.
5: Uh, Dave, yes? I'm planning something pretty crazy. Can you just
2: check in on the other guys for a second? I can. Well, uh, oh. I think it's about time. So meanwhile, yeah. let's go upstairs where... <laughs> <laughs> it's, we've spent a little bit of time has elapsed as an impatient bobby sits with his now finished milk next to filge um a small plate of mostly eaten cookies and also just
1: some grapes and apples and a little bit of cheese
4: yeah we do things nice in Switchmire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean uh, you've really landed on your feet um I mean, I can really see a future. What am I talking about? Um, <laughs> sorry, I completely forgot why I came up here. Look, all these documents have... Um, look, look at this. This is a list of names and, like, fluid measurements. So, look, it might be a stab in the dark,
4: P-competition?
1: Either a P-competition or...
4: Must be P-competition. Or,
1: oh, remember, all the vials sense. that we were dealing with before... I think, oh, is it just vampires? I think this is a blood thing. So... Um, if if those dudes haven't come back yet, there is a very good chance that they are being drained for their um, their red blood goodies, um, as I like to their call red blood.
4: <laughs> what else do you like to call blood?
1: I like to call blood red goodies. I like to call it... Um, you do liquid this much longer, I'm cutting away again. <laughs> liquid life. I like to call it um, uh, scarlet juice. I love to call it... Um, the metallic, uh, the metallic Fanta. Like Red Dead it. Libation. Okay, I'm done.
4: <laughs> Those are all good names for blood. Okay, I agree. This is an extremely serious situation.
2: You busting out of the, out of the common room a second time?
1: Yeah, we should we should try and track them down. Do you have any sense of of where like this big hoo ha is tonight?
4: Do I,
2: uh, Daisy? Do you
4: want me to go, um, you know, threaten someone to, and get them to tell me or? Or use trickery. So the
2: other girls are in in the rooms, including uh, Maisie and Lameria Throp, the junior prefects. They're all asleep at the moment, but you can go wake someone up.
4: Okay, I'm gonna. Who was the good one, Maisie? Maisie.
2: Maisie. Yeah.
4: I'm gonna. I'm gonna sneak in and um, put a big. Over her mouth. <laughs> okay. 15 year old. And drag her out of bed.
2: Phil so one second in an exaggerated pantomime, and then she tiptoes into the room with her huge, powerful, orcish arms. She quickly grabs in one hand the head of Maisie Throp a 15 year old girl, muffling her, and then delicately picks her up out of her bed and walks back into the common room, her eyes bolt open and her cheeks bulging. Okay, she's made
1: it weird again. Okay. She
2: deposits her carefully on a sofa and then very carefully removes her hand from her mouth.
4: Okay, Maisie. First things first. This is a (laughs) dream. Second thing first. Where are all the prefects tonight? The important ones
2: Hang on, let me just make a, a quick um, Oh, okay, awesome, yeah, yeah So um, she completely fails her um, charisma save So she's completely terrified of this And not sure, and she failed it so bad actually Because I rolled a one That she's not sure it's not a dream, Ben
1: <laughs> Bob, Bobby <laughs> says, I know I don't look like your father But you know that I'm your father Yeah, kind of <laughs> do
4: Now, Daddy needs to know (laughs) where the the special event is downstairs.
2: Through the kitchens,
4: downstairs. Downstairs, through the kitchens.
2: Through the kitchens, through the cellars, knock twice, the password's in delecto. It's another one of the madam's events.
4: Daddy is very proud of you.
1: Now, don't open your mouth or your teeth will turn into bees and fly out. She bolts her mouth closed. <laughs> now go back also, to
4: bed Also, <laughs> do not live in your sister's shadow. Okay, bye. Okay.
2: <laughs> you leave her there, um, sitting too tired, to, uh, too scared to go back to sleep, sitting on the sofa as you creep downstairs. Um, knock, knock, knock in delicto, and the door slides open to discover what was obviously a sort of anteroom bar. Um, in fact, you don't even need to give the password because as you knock, the door swings open and you realize that this little area. Um, which is sort of a uh, uh, pre-bar, is empty. There's a curtain hanging to the side leading into the main room.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation,
0: we thought we'd bring our prices
2: you see, um, as I said, a smoky room. As your eyes adjust, you can see booths and tables. You see three things. One of them is this huge boxing ring standing in the centre of the room with two leather armour-clad women holding short knives, Um, still standing, paying attention to a woman that you assume from the portrait is Eleanor Grundle, who is standing, looking impatiently to the side and in a table that you can't help but notice the figure of Lion Shield banknote, Baston, and a third gentleman... Sitting having a conversation, which we will now cut to Banknote. He's waiting for your money. Um
6: Well how am I supposed to know that this is the genuine article? Might I see it in my hand,
2: perhaps? Sure. It's the the case is the case is locked, but he's he's happy for you to, to handle the, the box.
5: Okay. Um uh, okay, very subtly, Lion Shield banknote uh very subtly banknote makes makes eyes at Baston. As in, like, it's, like, it's like go time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as he picks up the um, uh, the case,
2: he's going to... Uh, Dave, I'm going to cast a now spell. Just, just before you are, you are aware, and Banknote is aware, just so that you're clear, vampires, um, some of the last true immortals, very powerful creatures, immune to many forms of damage, hundreds and hundreds of years old so you can do this but I just want you to be aware of that because I I I just and I don't want you to take this personally but you accuse me of fucking you on this show quite a lot I don't know if you realize that yeah buy the guy a drink Dave I would like to empower you with this information which Banknote already knows now what is it that you want to do
5: uh uh (laughs) okay 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 new plan new plan new plan okay we got this. Okay.
3: Okay. Because you, because he you did just give eyes to Baston that it was on.
2: <laughs> so he's he is a very small window it's before okay. it's on now. <laughs> okay.
3: Okay.
5: Banknote's going to take off the iron ring, yep, that he's wearing and place oh, the it. iron ring
2: that you don't know what it does, the magic yeah. ring. Yeah.
5: And place it on the table and then say um
6: I believe this would be an adequate wager against your
2: dagger. Okay. Uh... (laughs) Okay. Um, He looks at it, Um, turns it around three times, and he goes, yes, I suppose it would, and he places it down on the table between you. So now there's the dagger and the case. Best on, what do you do? Because you think it's on. Just, I think he'd just be very tense. <laughs> <laughs> be,
3: be looking at him ready to go off. I okay. think he's... Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if anything goes down, he's going to grab the dagger and try and stab Silas with it.
2: Enough theatrics, my dear. I think you've made us all wait long enough. Let's, let's all do what we all came here to see. The fight, please. And she looks tersely A flash of irritation It has to be said At you banknote And you baston And she waves her hand And the two figures Start to circle around each other And for a moment All eyes are on the stage Which means that No one is paying attention To you Bobby And Filge
1: Um Bob's gonna Bobby Bob Bobby's gonna use um...
2: (laughs) Trying out some new nicknames there
1: (laughs) Yeah Bob Yeah just call me Bob My friends do It's (laughs) Cool I just like them chill You know I just Live my life I like dogs Yeah, Um, Bobby uses Messenger um, to to message to um, to put a message into Eleanor Grundle's head, so you can see her from where he is. Mm. Um, And he's saying, "Miss Grundle, you have been cordially invited to attend the court of the Beggar King for a powwow."
2: Now message isn't, a, isn't doesn't cast back, so if she can't cast message, she can't reply, but she turns around slowly and looks at you, her face very blank and very cryptic, and then she turns and looks at Silas and then looks at the match again. She's clocked you and um but she hasn't said anything.
1: okay, Bobby just continues and said, "We have information, certain promissory notes, records that maybe. You wouldn't be so keen on slipping into the hands of your clientele. So, let's just say it's not just a request. It's an order.
0: She looks incredibly irritated. And she, like, makes eyes at you. You can't see what it says, but it seems to scream stop.
2: But she also looks a bit scared, like you're getting under her skin. Okay.
4: Hey, Bobby, you want me to create a distraction? Yes. Okay.
2: (laughs) The fight, as I said, while this is happening, the room is very quiet. You just hear every now and then the sound of the two combatants as they lunge at each other with these very small fights. It seems like this is a fight waiting for first blood, and the two of them are very good, and they're dodging each other. In fact, they've got armor class, so let's do it, because this is going to be combat. So we'll do one round, and then you can make your diversion. So Claudette so this, lunges... This isn't this isn't rigged. I'm, I assumed that you'd rigged this, Dave. Really? I'm Did you? I'm
5: pleasantly surprised that you didn't rig this. Okay.
2: Claudette lunges at, um, at Punch-Up and misses, and Punch-Up returns, and they both miss, and now it's filled. If, if and it's also, Ooh, can I say, also, what there's, a bad um, fight.
0: there's like a bunch of those like kind of cosplayers around loudly being like, oh, no, I wanted to see blood. Yeah. <laughs> The, oh. In the fake Transylvanian yeah. accent. You called that fighting yeah, like, with blood, which I love?
4: <laughs> and Phil just starts, like, she, like, pulls open the curtains and starts making her own entrance music. She's like... and <laughs> <laughs> <mumbles> <laughs> <mumbles> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> The fight stops instantly. The two... Sp- Fighters turn and look, and everybody is looking at you, Filch, as you start walking in, humming your own intro music.
4: It's the uh, the fear of water deep. It's the toughest girl in school. It's food. Who will challenge me? And then she picks up a chair and she smashes it.
2: <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Great.
4: And then she like um she. Does a cool like um somersault to enter the ring. <laughs> You're
2: just getting into the ring,
4: yes. Yeah, like uh, she's she's getting in.
5: That feels like ring. an unnecessary acrobatics
2: check, Dave.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm well, lucky, I'm amazing. You yeah. can make an oh, athletics check
2: because I think that's more Phil style. So DC 14
4: 20. All right,
2: Yo. Bop, 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 bop. coming coming in glow style, you make your way up onto the match as Silas looks and goes, well, this is interesting, isn't it? And with that, Silas turns to look at Eleanor Grandal. Excuse me, my dear. Slight change of tonight's entertainment. I'm sure you wouldn't mind humoring a friend as old and a patron who has provided your school as much money as me. Change of fight. Those two against the new champion. Unarmed, they keep their knives. What do you say? For an old friend. Well, of
0: course, darling, but uh, your debt still stands, obviously, so I hope
2: you've made a good wager. Uh, Attentive to money as always. Yes, my dear old friend Eleanor, I'm working on that. If you would please. She nods curtly, and the two figures. And again, so, Philge, to be clear because you are back in your pajamas now that you've been back in the common room, the two figures in leather armor that must be Claudette and Punch-Up, one half-troll, one a small brown-haired girl with um, a wickedly curved knife, raise their blades into fighter's stances as they turn to face you, and a bell rings. Woo! Ah. Go Filch!
4: It's
5: Not
2: really the energy of the room. Everybody else is quietly (laughs) watching the blood sport, but you do see but yeah, best done.
4: Hey, best done, look at me!
2: (laughs) Silas looks at the two of you. You know her? Um not. she's your daughter. yes.
0: Sorry, did you just say that she's your daughter?
6: Yes, I can't I can't explain the complex and nor do I have to explain the complex. Random, what's going on here?
2: This is enough of this. And he takes and he reaches forward and he grabs with one hand his dagger. And with the other hand, he puts his hand and he grabs, um, scoops up your valleys of money. No, oh, surely I get a reaction against you that. You do, right? yeah, yeah. Surely yeah. I get a reaction You absolutely that. get a reaction as he starts to scoop it up. He says, this is ridiculous. I'm I really know being- when I'm
0: being conned. I know when I'm being taken for a sap. I'm leaving and
2: my debt is off.
5: Uh, this is a slide. This is a sleight of hand, Dave. I guess, it's or dexterity. Just,
2: no, it's it's. You get a reaction. You get a reaction. A bonus action. Uh,
5: I'm gonna try and swipe. I'm gonna swipe the things he's swiping. Damn it! <laughs> You're okay. gonna swipe the knife. We're
3: doing a double swipe. A
5: post dexterity <laughs> check. Well, he's All swiping of us, us.
3: We're swiping him. Everybody.
2: Okay.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, Seventeen.
0: Uh, and then, uh,
2: Ben, five. do you want to roll? He's plus four on yeah. his dexterity. Cool.
3: Sixteen. That is uh, a hot
0: five. Okay,
5: and, I, and just just to really just to really uh, rub it in, Dave, I'm going to oh, use flash sorry. of genius to give me a plus three to my roll, so I've got a twenty okay. there, and I got sixteen
2: easily. You swipe uh, up the box and you swipe up the dagger as he howls um, in rage, and he goes um, Electo Danton to me. And at that point, he reaches his hands, which turn into claws, and he slashes at Baston in the face as fast <gasps> as he can, as his figure grows monstrous. Um, and he charges in and he attacks you.
0: Can Grundle try and for... placate everything?
2: Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, she will on her turn. Uh, but he attacks you, on and he rolls a eighteen and a twenty five.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. that's. I guess that's it. There's some hits.
2: Okay. Um. Two D eight plus five. Uh, sorry, plus ten. And he takes. You take nineteen points of damage. And it's One Rundle's nine. Turn. Sorry. Nineteen. Nineteen points of damage. Yeah, but uh-huh. he doesn't bite you. That's just with his, with an attack. And it's Grundle's turn. Please, everybody, you must stay calm. This is just a misunderstanding. Please. And as she says that, two larger of the figures that had no reflections that were sitting at other tables stand up and one of them pushes her um, and she sort of screams in surprise as she's manhandled and thrown into a booth across the room and there are screams now from some of the students as they race towards you. They have claws too as well. And the next one... Wait, the students students have have claws? No, no, these two other figures, Electo and Danton. And the students a do scre- not have claws? A screaming and surprise. Without claws. The students aren't. Everyone okay. everyone that is a human in the room is suddenly looking terrified as these three vampires are cutting loose. Or at least that's what it seems to be. And, and one of them has just picked up... One of them has picked up um, Miss Grundle and thrown her across the room. And she's landed heavily on the table in a booth on the other side as they charge into the fight. Now, the next one up is Bobby.
1: Um... Bobby's going to rush in with um, his um, touch sword and um, go for um, um, Silas.
2: Okay, great. So you attack at Silas, make an attack for me. I'm a class 16.
1: That is. Uh, sorry, uh, 18. 18
2: hits. Um, the magical damage, definite lance. So how much damage?
1: That's uh, 7.
2: 7 points of damage um, as um, he screams in surprise and turns at um, at you and the next one up is Phil standing on I'm just going to
1: I'm just going to duck away as well So oh, yeah? range I'm going to do a dash away. And as he turns yeah, you to you by away, the way okay. he's
0: like weren't you the man who did that wonderful blim blom thing before <laughs> Wait, he was at the <laughs> I'm a man of the arts
4: <laughs>
2: Okay Phil you're up
4: Um, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I think stand up on the, um, on the, the, you know, the ropes of the ring and, and, and use that to jump off that and, and try and tackle, uh, Silas to the ground.
2: Okay, great. Um, make a charge for me, a strength attack. You can have advantage because you're propelling yourself off the ring. Oh, I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) What are you angry about?
4: Oh, I'm angry that I didn't get to do all my cool moves. He's, hes like, stolen the show from me.
5: All right. Yeah, when Filge, uh offers up a distraction, it's because she wants
2: attention. It's not to <laughs> yeah. force the narrative forward. Come on. Uh,
4: okay, so that was uh, 15. All
2: right, here's 17. He has huge strength in him. He grabs you in mid-throw and throws Filge across the room, and you smash into another booth, and you take 14 hit points of damage. Oh, dear. Boixy,
4: boixy. Baston, you're
2: up.
3: Um, I'm gonna draw my magic swords. It's time for some slashing, mm-hmm. slashing, Dave. Um, what's Silas's armor class?
2: 16. Electo and Danton will be on you guys in a second as well. Okay, all right, here we go. So I got three attacks. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: 16 is his armor class. Yep. Okay. Two hits. Three hits. You suck, a boy. And I'm like, you're a, you're not even. I don't like you at all. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're vamping. Uh, What's your damage? Um. Uh, it's, uh. Four plus seven is thirteen. And the, is it? No, that's not right at all. It's eleven. And eight plus ten is eighteen. Twenty-nine 18. damage.
2: All right. He doesn't look that hurt, and you can see already Uh-oh. that the lines in his face are starting to heal, even as he go, um as he pushes is pushed back by the onslaught of Baston. Banknote. You're next.
5: Uh. Okay, um, Banknote is going to make a run for Grundle.
2: Okay, great. Um,
5: uh, and I guess I'll, uh, as, as I'm moving, I'm going to cast... Now, he hasn't used um, his
2: reaction yet, by the way. So as you run past, he um, slashes at you for 20 um, and hits you, I imagine, for only 10 points of damage. Okay, okay. Um, and now remember, she's next to Electo, the one that's just pushed past. Oh, no, she's at the booth, yeah. So she's by yeah, herself. So they threw her into the booth. So freeze, uh, freeze, uh, Banknote's going to run towards her, and as he does that, he's going to
5: uh, cast Longstrider on his, uh, on himself.
2: Okay, great. Um, you, you run up to her, and you start to try to help her to her feet.
5: Yeah, I'm like, Gruntle, Gruntle,
2: Gruntle, quick, quick. Come with me. All right, and uh, he's gonna pick her up and, and just and just fucking hightail it out of there. Okay, you only can get up to her, and she's she's resisting being pulled out of the room. But is you you're standing by her side, and the next up is Silas, who now attacks Bobby, who's the last. And one while there. he's attacking, he he's going like, um, like Brundle,
0: you're finished. You're finished with everybody. This was meant to be a safe harbor.
2: Seventeen, and um, he does thirty-two hit points of damage for you, Bobby.
1: I'm gonna do an uncanny dodge.
2: Yeah. Oof. Okay. Fair enough. Um, as he rakes and rakes and rakes and bites at you, um, with and you also lose eight of those is your maximum hit points that you lose, which you can half to four. Um, as he drains blood out of you, and as he does, the the lines in his cheek are starting to close. And the next one up is Grundle. Okay. Then. So
0: Grundle does a couple of things. She's close to banknote.
2: Yeah, banknote still has a sort of his armour okay. around her waist.
0: So she does. She, she she starts the thing that she was doing before, where she was like, "Everybody, please come. It's a big misunderstanding." And then when she realises that's not getting through, she like just stops. Her demeanour changes, and she mutters to herself, "Oh, for
2: fuck's sake!" And then just says, "Girls, light them up." And as she says that um, one of the prefects who's standing by the door pulls on a rope cord as, what, as the huge curtains behind the mirror fall to the ground, revealing more mirrors that are, um, with some kind of crystals, it seems, behind them that power up, similar to your sword, with what looks like radiant sunlight, As they um, are angled down at the tables and booths around the room, crisscrossing as these lines of light hit all of the seating around the room. Where they hit the vampires, they scream in pain and surprise as they're slowed down by the sunlight trying to get away. Yes. King. And uh, at, at that exact moment, Briggs like, "Oh no! Also me! I'm <laughs> ah, I'm burning! Oh, I'm! Oh, this sunlight is hurting my vampire skin!" Interesting oh, gambit. Ouchie, ouchie. Interesting gambit and a crucial one because at that moment, the doors to the bar burst open and three more of the prefects, each of them with what looks like modified heavy crossbows, quite cartoonishly large on these small girls' frames, walk out quickly. At the to the dragons, uh, to the dragons, to the vampires, and levelled them um, all of them with a magazine of sharpened stakes um, built built into them. As Silas spins around, frozen in the light, and turns with a look of absolute loathing at Eleanor Grundle. You does he say anything? He's bad? like, ah, fuck. Yes, well, I suppose if those would be your last words, they can't all be winners, can they, Silas? (laughs) Let them go, Mercy. And at that point, all three girls fire as bolt after bolt of stakes pierce into the chests of the vampires, and they're driven to the ground. Whoa. And, like, as they they
0: fall, she turns to the dragon friends um, and just, like, says to them with, like, venom dripping from her voice... Darlings, you fucking idiots
2: oh. Oh. And First puts
4: up her hand and she's like How many points for switchmaya? <laughs>
2: and as points are not given out it seems that the Grundle school may be coming to an end whatever operation whatever outfit whatever underground mischief um, Eleanor Grundle was here was up to today with vampires it seems that its business has run its course for with three dead bodies deader even than the deaths that they once died themselves because undeath is hard and circuitous and you get where I'm going with this Um, it seems that she will have very little recourse to continue her operation And so, as the sun begins to rise figures make their way out of the Grundle School in Exodus, of a place that once was a sal- was salvation for so many wayward orphans, but now must be forced to close its doors, and whatever lurked underneath in the downstairs cell and consigned to the rumors and history of a city of splendors and secrets, such is the stories of the byways and alleys and towns and properties known only as water deep in this sword coast, in these forgotten realms, in this Known world that contains an adventuring party known as the Dragon Friends. Thank you!
1: The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, Eden Lacey, and me, Simon Griner. And we're DM'd by Dave Harmon and Ben Jenkins. Dragon Friends is recorded in our homes in this age of isolation. Shakira Khan produces and designs our website. The podcast is mixed and mastered by Hugh Guest, with music this episode by Tom Cardi. Bye!
0: Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle. Bobby Pinkey. He was running with the wolves. Where was Fields? Learning to read from the talking dog. Yeah. Where's Banknor? He runs
3: his father's company. Dark Lord Stride. He's a very naughty man. Right, we're living together. The last hope we call the Dragon Friend. Cool. All
5: right, uh, Tom, do you just want to clap with me on zero? you on zero thing. Just and then and bang maybe bang your keys at the same time if it's the same file okay I clap my hands and bang my keys all right ready on How zero
1: bang
4: what bang with? I'm going
1: to bang with my fingers sorry Are you using can you clap, your fingers to clap? clap. I'm going to finger elbows. bang it okay one Jeez. two three Four. Oh. And then
4: clap. but how's he going to clap and play the piano I'm going to say I'll, clap I'll say elbows. clap
5: I'll say, hang on I'm okay. multi- on zero ready three two one bang mm. cool
1: <laughs> so weird
5: did that did that sink for you guys or no?
3: No.
4: Not at yeah. all. Of course okay. not.
3: <laughs> Acast powers the world's best
2: podcasts.
3: Here's a show that we recommend.